Welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Ooh, that was kind of that was kind of nice and sensual. Dark. <laughs> dark. I thought it like uh, dark. like I just got kidnapped and there's a bag over my head and then as they lift the bag over my head, there's someone speaking into my ear. Welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Yeah, a real uh, or it's a real will they won't they situation. <laughs> will they or won't they? Uh, keep watching Supernatural. The answer <laughs> is, unfortunately, they will. Yep. Hey, yeah. that's not fair. Uh, we're on. We're we're put. We're cast inside the season six, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. sort of. Kind of. We're on to a brand new <laughs> season. Hope for the future. Something. Something. Murderbot. Something. Yeah, yeah. It's, I thought it's, it's been be you know six seasons. It's time for a change. I thought people would appreciate me not yelling in their ears anymore. Yeah. Not ridiculous. I love it when you yell in my ear. <laughs> I stopped, I know, stopped my, jumping. Well, yeah, you know, my favorite part of recording the episodes is always the volume spike at the very beginning. <laughs> and then trying to compensate for the rest yeah. of the hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear me yell in your ear, subscribe to my OnlyFans. Um, First of all, it's Travis, literally if just, the issue is it's just not- been fully clothed. Yeah, <laughs> yelling at the microphone. Travis, if the issue is that we're not loud enough, like, don't worry, I can get louder. Do you need oh. me to scream? Oh, we know. We never have an issue about us being loud enough. That's <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing you could say about our podcast, it's that you can definitely hear it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's um, it's never too quiet. Well, no. I don't know if you li- listen. Or- I don't know if you remember, listeners, but a couple of seasons ago, we did an episode where we fuck, married, killed monsters. Because that's the kind of... We're a bunch of monster fuckers. That's the kind of thirsty we are. This episode, to start off season seven... We have seven rounds. Fuck, married, kill characters in the show our favorites and our least favorites <laughs> and our least favorites oh my god we should have done a most useless character category we should have done that oh we could do that in the next episode <laughs> maybe maybe yeah. that's not a bad question it would question. be like grandpa campbell like fuck mary kill grandpa campbell the mother hmm and like <clears throat> the Gramble clan? Yeah, Christian or whatever. Him too. Could... Or that sheriff from like the ghost illness episode. Oh my god, he was useless. Yeah. <laughs> or Ronnie. Oh, poor Ronnie from season oh. two. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, but we're not doing that today. Today no, we're, not. we're starting off. Round one, fuck, Mary kill, the female side character edition, Jody Mills, Ellen, or Azazel. <laughs> one Who of those things start? is not like the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to start? I'll start. All right. Fuck, Mary. Or, sorry. Fuck Ellen, marry Jody, 
kill Azazel. I think yeah. it's like the vanilla answer, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's the most vanilla thing I've ever heard you say, Ben. The yep, kinky yeah, bondage is. answer is kill Jody and Ellen. <laughs> Mary and fuck Azazel. <laughs> Okay, I legit thought you were going to say, uh, kill Ellen and Jody. <laughs> kill, <laughs> yeah, kill Ellen and Jody. <laughs> Marry Azazel. <laughs> Fuck Jody and Ellen's corpses. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going God. with it. Ben, why do you ben. either have to be at zero or a thousand? <laughs> <laughs> he just, Ben just volleyballs between being the, the fine or the worst. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. I'm sorry. I'm not really. Oh, <laughs> we know. Oh, we know. Okay. My actual answer is also <laughs> Mary Jody. Because I feel like Jody has very safe arms. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. Fuck Ellen because of my crippling older woman fetish. Hmm. And um, kill Azazel because he is bad <laughs> and yeah. will, would kill you, right? He's like he's like somewhere in between Robert Redford and Willem Dafoe. He's like the exact like fifty fifty percent of those two dudes put together. And he has crazy eyes. Yeah, yeah, like Willem Dafoe. Although I don't <laughs> See, know, those, man. Those crazy eyes are the best part. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Azazel's possessed a couple different bodies. We're talking about like the last Azazel we see, right? Yes. Like that total silver fox. Okay, cool. Just to make oh, sure. The... Yeah, like season one Azazel. Yeah, the yellow eyes, right? Yeah. Like oh, like the dude they see in the fucking hospital. Yeah. 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 But not like I don't know. There is Azazel like possesses john winchester and like just yeah. to be clear we're talking about the the hell's gate you know all hell breaks loose yeah Azazel. Mm-hmm. yeah okay just making uh, sure i would go are you ready for this Hit. yeah um mary jody yeah fuck fuck azazel what Kill Ellen because she's already dead and her continuing existence is a front to the natural order. <laughs> Azazel's also Thanks, dead. It's been dead longer. Oh, <laughs> than Ellen. Uh... All right. This is Travis's monster fucker side just rearing its head. <laughs> it is. <clears throat> it never left. It never ends. All right. Next one. Ruby. Meg or Crowley. Fuck Mary Cow. Oh man. That's a tough one. Ooh. We'll see the answer is the obvious answer is kill Meg and Ruby and fucking Mary Crowley. Yeah. How is that the obvious answer? <laughs> I I mean, is it not? I, I, I figured it was. Okay, um I'm gonna go kill Ruby. Fuck Meg, Mary Crowley. Okay, that's see, that's like the better version of the answer that I gave. But but for real, Meg too though. Yeah, Meg too. Yeah. And it doesn't oh, that's matter. That's a really butterfly I effect, Meg, right? Yeah, butterfly yeah. effect, Meg. If you want to listen right. to the episode where we watched Rachel Miner and Butterfly Effect Three, check out our <laughs> Patreon. 
Uh, uh, okay, yeah. What about you, Ben? All right. All right. <clears throat> Kill Crowley, and then fuck and marry Meg and Ruby in a polyamorous relationship. Oh. <laughs> okay. I think I think Travis and I need, need to examine why we want to marry Crowley. I legit, it was hard for me to go with this. Like, I could, like, mix it up and, because... I mean, because he can also possess whatever. Well, yeah. they all can. Yeah. Honestly, most of my answer comes from Crowley's amazing taste in scotch. That's, That's valid. <laughs> That's valid. Also, you would be king of hell, too, you know? Exactly. That's the no, main reason why I want to marry him is because I want to be co-king of hell. And I just think that sounds fun. You know? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, no. Here's real, <clears throat> super real answer. Yeah. Uh, Marry and kill Crowley because then you really get to be the king of hell. Fuck Ooh. that co-king shit. Yeah. Regicide. <laughs> <laughs> just, just fucking have a coup. A hell coup. Why would you kill a man named Reggie? Oh, my God. <laughs> I like that idea a lot. I like the idea of there being a human in charge of hell because diversity. You know what I mean? Like, it's been demons. Well, I guess it was an angel. I don't know. I've lost the thread of this joke. I'm just going to shut up now. Let's move on to the next one. (laughs) Yeah, tried. What's the next one? Bobby Ash. Ooh. Lisa Bobby Ash. Yes. Kill Lisa. Fuck Ash, marry Bobby. That's exactly what I was thinking, Travis. Really? Yeah. Yes, because Bobby's lonely and he needs a partner in life. Uh, yeah, he Lisa, lost Rufus. I literally do not care about Lisa. <laughs> She's hot, but she has nothing else. And She's think, very understanding of jobs. <laughs> I'm sure after cannot, Dean, she Ash would be like, like, you work as a huge... sandwich artist. What? <laughs> I'm after look after Dean Lisa would be like I'm sorry you work as a sandwich artist for Subway it doesn't matter my last boyfriend was constantly being murdered <laughs> guys I broke my pen <laughs> okay you broke your bed pen 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 oh they said bed I was like what it's, uh, how I've been just diddling myself through the mattress because I'm in quarantine and I don't have a partner. Okay, um, my answer, no one asked, is kill Ash. Sorry, Ash. Oh. Ash is Ash is D.E.D. dead now. Um, well, he has been for a while. Fuck Lisa. Oh my god, I really broke my pen. Okay, and then marry Bobby. Because I okay. agree, I think he is lonely. <clears throat> And also, let's be honest, probably not long for this world, which means we get to inherit his house. Yeah, so. yeah that's fair. And all, all right. those broken down cars, any woman's dream. All right, here's, I've got, I've got my own answer because essentially I just agreed with Travis. All right, yeah. you ready for it? Hit me. Kill Lisa mm-hmm. and then fuck and marry both Ash and Bobby in a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Are all of your answers going to be, I'm going to kill one of these people and then polyamory the other two? 
Only the useful ones. I feel like you are stretching the rules of this game a titch. Hey, how the fuck long have you known me? And when have I not stretched the rules of anything? Okay, that's valid? Yeah. Stop your nonsense. Stretch that's may- what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Stretch may have also been a euphemism. Next one. Gordon, Bella, or Grandpa Campbell? Gramble. Oh, God. That's, that's <clears throat> the hardest one, I think. Kill the hardest one right now. Sorry, who were who the three? Again? No, Ben. Grambles. And Ben, this is a rule I'm imposing on you. You have to pick one for each. None of this polyamory I, I, stuff. None of this murder. Hey, all of them. They are they are valid relationships. Fuck you. They. I didn't say they weren't valid. I'm just saying that it, the, it we're not like actually we're marrying that. them, and this it, you know breaks the rules of the game. Uh, it's like uh, if we were who, playing chess and you just ate a horse. <laughs> okay, all, here's my and then pistol over the rock. <laughs> okay, what's your answer? Fuck Gordon. Okay. Mary Bella. Kill Grandpa Campbell. That those are valid as fuck. Yeah. First of all, Sterling K. Brown can get it. That's the Gordon's yeah. actor, and he is mm-hmm. hot. He's great on an episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's great in everything he's in. He's an excellent actor. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I really want to watch of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Is he in? He's it's in like the one a... where Jake has to like trick him into confessing to murder. He's like the dentist. Yeah, the oh, dentist with the perfect murder. Yeah, game. okay. Yeah. yeah, the perfect murder guy. That's right. I mean, goddamn, that's my answer too, though. Mm. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. First Travis of all, with the perfect answer. Travis died. What? No, Travis, what's your answer? For what? For Gordon Bell and our Grample. I already said it. Oh, okay. You cut I out. I said it him. first. Yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> ben. I meant Ben. What's your answer? God, all like we're not even in the same room and you get us confused. We don't even sound it's, the same. Look, I have a... <laughs> All men sound the same to me. That's uh uh, apparently. It's just me, right, me, so me in my ears. Okay. Gordon Bella Grambles, right? Yeah. All right. Kill Gordon. Top. Grambles. <laughs> Mary Bella. Okay, fair enough. God. Fuck him as much as he fucked the storyline. I feel like... We're, this is going to devolve into top bottom switch. Okay. Hey. <laughs> Michael, Lucifer, Gabriel. Oh, man. Ooh. Kill Michael, fuck Gabriel, marry Lucifer. Okay. Mm, it's not a bad answer, but it's not my answer. Uh, kill Michael. Fuck Lucifer. Mary Gabriel. Yep. That is Wait, exactly I w- where I'm at. I wanna give I wanna give the real answer that Ben actually was thinking, which is kill Michael, marry Lucifer and Gabriel in a polyamory. <laughs> yep, that is exactly yeah. it. That's the what I what I wanted to say. Thank you for reading my mind. Oh my god. <laughs> I've limited your creativity. You have. Okay. Now 
the worst category, even worse than Gordon, Bella, and Grample, in my opinion, Zachariah, Uriel, or Raphael. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. I hate all of them. They're the worst. Who were they again? It cut out for me. Zachariah, Uriel, or Raphael. Uh. Alright, I have an answer. What's that? Kill Zachariah. Fuck Uriel. Because I bet the like hate sex would be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> like, I feel like we could do a really neat role play where, like, I'm a human and he's an angel and he has to respect me, but he hates that. And then I spit in his face. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could we yeah. could make it fun. And then uh, marry Raphael because, you know, he he's like the head honcho in heaven before Cass kills him and post- post Michael I'm really just trying to amass political power on a cosmic scale yeah yeah in in my answers you know what I mean yeah if you're not doing that with fuck Mary kill why are you playing yeah what's the point yeah but yeah those are my answers what do, what do y'all got I think I would uh Uriel Raphael and Zachariah right yeah yeah Okay. Um, kill Uriel. Fuck Raphael. Marry Zachariah. Marry Zachariah? Yeah, because at least, like, Zachariah kind of knows how to goof around. <laughs> That's fair. He doesn't want torture people. He's the most people. personable of all of them. <laughs> That's valid. That is valid. <laughs> like, yeah, he'll probably torture me, but... Also, he'll be able to have a laugh about it, you know? <laughs> Fuck. Fair enough. <laughs> what about you, Benji? Kill Zachariah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do the polyamorous thing with this one. Yeah, God. I, Can you imagine? Just, what a nightmare. I just, I just want to kill all three of them, to be honest with you. But I feel like that's the point of these questions is you get a group sometimes that you just want to do all of it with. Right. Um, uh, yeah, fuck Raphael. Marry Uriel. Just because I feel like he can get shit done. Sure. And we need a strong man around the house. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> all right. Now for the last category. Possibly the hardest one of all. Is this the seventh one? It is the seventh one, yes. Oh, damn. Dean, Sam, Cass. Oh, man. I don't know if I have an answer for those guys. It's tough. Kill Cass, fuck Sam, marry Dean. You're right. That's the answer. That's what I... <laughs> Correct. I mean, as infinitely useful as Cass is, I feel like it would just turn into an abusive relationship. First of all, after this past season, 
Yeah, not a huge fan of Cass right now. Yeah, not yes. not on the Cass love train. Yeah. Hold on. Cass's ass. Cass's ass is grass. He's going to be eating that. I was going to say, he's going to be eating that ass like grass. Bam. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm tweeting the official hat cast position. <laughs> Fuck Sam. Mary Dean. Is brought to you by Ben. <laughs> oh. Should we start doing those, uh, like, TikTok videos? No. Wait, what were we going to say? But you finish first. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody else finished their fuck, Mary kill of the mains. No, uh, I agree. Kill, we'll see. I would flip it a little bit. Kill Cass, fuck Dean, Mary Sam. Is that what you said? No, I said uh, fuck Sam, Mary fuck Dean. Sam, Mary Dean. Yeah, see, yeah. I'm flip-flopping Sam and Dean. Yeah. Okay. As the, you, uh, I am also uh, fuck Sam, Mary Dean, kill Cass. Okay. And I'm putting that as our a... official position on Twitter because it's okay. the majority. Sorry, Travis. Oh, man. All right. Y'all ready for the secret eighth round? Uh-oh. Yes. Okay. Born ready. Fuck Mary... Fuck Mary Kill, John Winchester, Mary Winchester, or Adam. Okay, kill Adam. (laughs) I'm going to kill that bitch again, right? Uh, Fuck John Mary Mary. That's my answer. Yep. That's exactly what I thought you would say. Winchester edition. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that is 100% my stance as well. Yeah. Cool. Just kill, first of all, kill Adam. And without the other, t- just just uh, kill him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time his name gets brought up, I'm just like, ah, oh, this fucking bitch again. Fuck that guy. Fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> Fuck him. Fuck oh that my god. Bitch. I guess Travis. I guess we could tell you now. One of the most prominent supernatural memes in the fandom is that everyone hates Adam. No. Oh damn it. What's that? I don't know, Ben. Is it too soon? Give me like a loosey-goosey answer of what you're talking about. You know, the whole it's been this long and Adam is. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll wait for that for a while. Okay. Because let's, let's oh, drop man. it for like four seasons. Yeah. Let's... I know that's a long while. Let's talk but... about it in season 11. <laughs> exactly. Oh, because Adam's in the cage, right? Yeah, because Adam Michael jumped into Adam. Yep, and Adam's still down in there. Oh shit! (laughs) I would see this is what I was hoping would happen. Uh, Hey, Travis, I have good news for you. What's that? He eventually gets out of the cage. No, (laughs) (laughs) that's not good news. That's bad news. Put him back. That's a spoiler that I don't care for. Get that thing back in there, or so help me. Okay, there's a new Habcast rule. You can only tell me a spoiler if you know I'm going to hate it. <laughs> That's why I did. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. What's a spoiler that I know Ben Travis will hate? Well, all the other spoilers that Travis would hate, we're going to have to wait for context, I think. Yeah, that's valid. Uh 
It's valid. Yeah. This all started because we were talking about like, like actual who would you rather punch in the face? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, that too. We were having a little game of who you would rather punch in the face, and my yeah, answers are uh, God. Ben texted us the other day. He was like, "Who would you rather punch in the face, God or Ronald Reagan?" <laughs> and I said, "God." Um, and then he was like, "Jimmy Carter or Michael Moore?" And I said, "Michael Moore." I would rather punch Michael Moore than Jimmy Carter. Yeah, <laughs> between the four of them, I would rather just punch God in the face twice. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel like it's the he best was answer. Like he was like, "Okay, two famous Republicans: God and Ronald Reagan." <laughs> and I was you know, like, "God mm. is." God is the uh, Republican idol in the in the K-pop sense because he's manufactured and only exists to create revenue. I know what I think. We all know what idol means. We didn't need K-pop. I, I think to be okay. I think it. both of you know what idols are, but maybe some of our listeners don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like the idea of God being a Republican. I think that's funny because well, have you have you never seen the conservative Jesus memes? No, I've seen the conservative Jesus memes. Oh, okay. All right. The ones that are like, fuck poor people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Pull yourself oh, up by your bootstraps. I learned I learned an interesting fun fact about uh, the depiction of white Jesus. What? What is yeah. it? We're waiting so, with bated breath. <laughs> there was a pope. A guy became pope. And he was super corrupt about it because he had, like, a bunch of kids. And he was trying to get all of his kids into positions of power. And he commissioned an artist to draw pictures of Jesus that looked like his son. So anytime you see, like, a white guy Jesus, generally with, like, big eyes and a beard or whatever, that's a, that's a son of the uh, Pope. Which Pope? Uh, Alexander the sum number. Oh god, that doesn't narrow it down at all. <laughs> the popes only have three names. John, Alexander, Barty. Uh, I think it was the sixth? Yes. Pope Alexander the sixth. That son of a bitch. And his son, look at this, look at this fucking picture. I ain't oh, looking fuck, at. I clicked on the wrong thing. Looking Look at, at jack shit. Travis, how would we look at this? You gotta click By on clicking it. it. Yeah. There we go. Caesar Borgia. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so that depiction of. Uh, of that white Jesus of white Jesus is literally just him. Good for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Have you ever watched Borsha? Talk about your own personal Jesus, am I right? Wink. Hey. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Hmm. Your own personal Jesus. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but we were also talking about ships that we actually have, and uh, still not supernatural shippers. But what I want to know is because we already know our positions, Ben. 
you know, we're fans. Yeah. Longtime fans. Well, all right. I'll tell you why I don't ship anything in Supernatural. Because it takes an entire season to get there. Was that a male joke? It was, <laughs> was a that male a joke, joke about male. <laughs> it was a joke about male. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, there's no USPS where it takes three to five days. <laughs> I guess you could say in the shipping world, there's a lot of male packages to send. Oh Jesus. Wait. That joke was a mouthful. Okay, um, yeah, but away from that nonsense and on to some other nonsense. Travis, do you have any supernatural ships? Um, you know, now that I actually think about it, I don't. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, that yeah, was a great conversation. Yeah. Let's move on. That was, that was short, <laughs> short and sweet. Yep. Like Ben Shapiro, not. Sorry, that's the coffee dog. This has already gone off the rails. Here we are in season seven, and nothing has changed. Actually, you know what's one thing that's changed? I was what's listening that? to one of our earlier episodes uh, this week, and do you know what I thought? I remembered. Remember when we used to say, "Hi, my name is Blank, and I'm going to live forever." Whatever a character yeah. would come on screen. Uh huh. That yeah. would like obviously going to die. Yeah, I put that in the uh, best of episode that just came out. Oh man! Hell yeah! I completely forgot we used to say that. We used to say that yeah. every time a character was like clearly not long for this world. It's in the uh, it's in the Habcast bingo that I'm trying to make. <laughs> you're trying to make. Do y'all want to hear the entries I have so far? Hit me. Fuck yeah, I do. So I have. Um, you Hakusho reference. That's the free space. Sure. It's been a while since we've done that. It has uh, been a while. I like to think a pun Ben makes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, when we remake Supernatural in ten to fifteen years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about Sam's bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. Uh, women in white. Mm-hmm. Women wearing white. Uh, anytime we don't want to talk about the episode. That's valid. Okay. Anytime Ben compares something in an episode or an episode to a Metallica album. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute since I've done that. That's coming back soon. Ben also has and, a lot of sandwich uh, metaphors. I just want to point that out. Or a lot of food sandwiches, metaphors. and I hate Metallica. So it balances yeah. itself out. Right. Ben, ben makes a lot of And now I have, uh, hi, my name is Blank, and I'm going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you're, if you're listening at home and you have something that you've picked up on that we do a lot and we don't even notice please send it to us because yeah. we want to make this awesome Habcast bingo card so can puns or Yu Yu Hakusho reference be the free space oh Yu Yu Hakusho reference is definitely the free space <laughs> oh hell yeah <laughs> good can I make a quick aside to something that pissed me off this morning are you going to talk about Yu Yu Hakusho kinda it's about Yusuke Yurameshi and specifically <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> in the anime like Facebook group I'm in, uh-huh. uh, they shared this voting thing that another Facebook group is doing. Uh, it's like a giant round robin tournament where people vote on MCs from anime. Uh, did you get the... done dirty? 
he did get done dirty because oh. people were vote. It's voting between Yusuke Urameshi or Gon from Hunter X Hunter. Oh no! Oh well, I mean, I guess that's fair because it's the same show creator. Like it's, it's the, the same, same show creator. It's the yeah. same creator. So I guess that's fair, but also that is still pretty dirty. Here's how it was dirty because most of the people voting hadn't seen YYH, and I'm just like, all right. Hunter X Hunter is cool. It's fine from what I've seen of it, but it's no it's no Yu Haka show. Yeah. I mean fuck, man. So I wasn't like angry at that. It was just like fucking come on guys. Yeah. We should yeah. educate do... yourself. Sorry. <clears throat> so we should do Yu Haka show for something. I've been trying to get it for like an LSA, but no. oh, we should do one of like we should do the movie for LSA. Oh God, blah! Exactly. That'll be a cheating because LSA. it's trash. Because if we watch any episode, like unless it's like the fucking arc with the Doctor Ichigaki, we're just we're just gonna like love on it. It's gonna be hard to talk about. You know. On that note, <laughs> I think it's time. Yeah. Um, if you have any answers of this fuck Mary kill game we did that you want to share with us, check us out on Twitter. I will post the fuck Mary kill rounds, and uh, yeah, at Halfcast, we want to know your answers. Hell yeah. So I'll post mm. them up on, on 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 our Twitter one at a time. So let us know yeah. who you're gonna fuck, Mary kill of supernatural characters. All right, Travis. This episode is called "Meet the New Boss." What's yeah. it about? Sam and Dean are working at a deli, and they get hired by like someone who's not the owner like not even the general manager just like someone who works there like they get hired and uh they're always being told that they have to do all these crazy things like you know cut meat in a certain way or like tell you know, like you have to do certain things and then they're like why you know why do you have to do it like this it's like well because the boss says though and um, they're like, well, who the fuck is this boss? We've never seen him. So one day they decide to go into the back office, which no employees are allowed to go to at all. And then when they open the door, they find out that the boss is actually just a big pile of uncut deli meat in the shape of a human sitting in an office chair. And then here's it's a cliffhanger. And then. It turns to speak to them. Honestly, I kind of love this. What is this a reference to? <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if your silence meant that you were amazed by my prediction or uh, had cut out. <laughs> oh, man. All right, legitimately, I thought you were just going to make a, like, it was just going to be, like, a sexual harassment kind of joke. Nah. All right. I like this. What do you think, Ari? Um, I want a boss who's made of meat so that when they don't give me a raise, I can 
I can eat them. Just, just chop off a slice of that bologna arm and get to munching. I'm about to get a raise on myself. Have either of you seen John dies at the end? No. No. Man, there's a monster at the beginning of that movie that's just an amalgamation of meat. Wait, yes, I. It just possesses a freezer full of meat. Yes, and that's what I was imagining. The book's good too. The book is great. The book is better. Yeah. It's easier to visualize something from a movie, I think, that you've seen. Like, but yeah. That's what I was thinking of when Travis was like, a monster or the boss is just a pile of meat. So, I want a boss. Matchmaker, matchmaker, give me a boss who's a pile of meat. Okay, anyways, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll find out right now. Yeah. Woo. Or should I say, and we're back. First? Oh yeah, see, there you go. Got to meet the new season seven mood. Yeah. No, the meet season that mood. seven mood is rapturous, joyous, <laughs> other words that end in us. Yeah. Because. Like, like fuck us. Thirstus. Yeah. Because this episode, 10 out of 10. Oh, 100%. Amazing. I'm just going to do a little mwah. Mwah. First of all. Chef's kiss. First of all, this whole episode could be called What's a Little Genocide Among Friends? Yeah, for real. (laughs) I feel like when we remake this show in 10 to 15 years, check that box on your ballot, on your bingo cards. (laughs) Yep. Um, That's what it's going to be called. What's a little genocide amongst friends? What's a little genocide amongst friends? It's called Meet the New Boss because end of last season. Okay, so am I wrong in thinking that this should have been season six's finale? This would have been a much better finale than what we got. I I agree. 100%. Even though I enjoyed the episode because it was the last episode. Right. Yeah. And it was a good episode. Like, I did enjoy it, but I just felt like that should have been the penultimate episode. Fuck Lisa and Ben. And then... And then it should have gone into this first episode should have been the last episode of season six, I think. Yeah. And I then, feel like this episode. Although I did and like then the what? cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, the cliffhanger you, was good. Can you imagine Travis? Because Ben had to live this, I think, mm-hmm. right? Can you imagine being a Supernatural fan in 21? And... This is the episode, the last episode you see before like a three month break. Not this episode, but the episode before. You don't know what's going to happen. There has to be a spike in like supernatural fanfics post season finales. Oh, there absolutely is. And I want to know what supernatural fanfics were written post this season finale. That's what I want. If you mm. are a fanfic writer and you wrote a fanfic post the season six finale, hook, hook us up. 
Yeah, there is like a phenomenon within fandoms in general where it's like anytime the show goes on a break, there's just mass fandom content. I mean, that's one of the beautiful things about fandom to me, you know, yeah. is that people are always reimagining and recontextualizing this work that they love that I love, you know? Like, oh man, one of the best fanfics I've ever written or written uh, read was actually a supernatural fanfic that takes place in season seven. And I'll talk about it when it gets a little closer to mid season because that's when I feel like it takes place because it has some spoilers for stuff that happens later in season seven. But it is amazing. Like, and it totally is like, hey, what if. Sam and Dean talked about their feelings a little bit. What would that world look like? <laughs> so many fanfics are just like, what if my faves talked about their fucking feelings and went to therapy? <laughs> For once. For once. Let's get you some therapy, bitch. Come on. <laughs> uh, because you of your little slut. slip up there, because of your little slip up, I'm going to assume that every time you talk about a fan fiction that you've read no it's secretly one that you've written absolutely not (laughs) first of all i fucking wish this fanfic is so well written that if i had written it i would have been like hello yes i am the greatest writer of all time (laughs) every fanfic i talk about on this show is one that like that you wrote no (laughs) it's one that i really love oh my god i was thinking about this the other day Okay, so on this topic, I'm so protective of my writing. Like, I don't like anyone to know that what I wrote is a thing that I wrote, which are Uh not the fanfics I've mentioned. (laughs) But I was thinking about the other day how, like, I will absolutely invite strangers who I've never met before to come see me talk about my busted vagina on stage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But with, like, my innocuous writing where maybe two people might hold hands, I'm like, if you want to get to my writing, you must answer me these riddles three. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Anyway, so, no, I don't, I haven't published any supernatural fan fiction. So... Right, let's talk about the episode. What are we even talking about this? Okay, so... We're talking about why this episode is called Meet the New Boss. Yeah. Because Cass fucks up the workplace. God, he... Yeah. Was I... Did I imagine the scene where Cass was talking in heaven and then, like, they pulled back and there were a bunch of bodies? No, that happened. Okay, good. No, yeah, that happened. That was... Yeah, yeah, because it was, like, a bunch of bodies of the angels. Once again... What's a little genocide among friends, you know? Yeah. Um, I really liked that scene. Me too. Yeah. It was chilling. to me, it was like, yeah, it it really, for a second, it seemed like Cass was just monologuing to himself. Mm-hmm. And then when it pulls out to all the dead angels, I was just like, ooh. I, I always forget, we've seen Misha Collins be threatening as Cass before, especially in oh. season four before he, like, you know, turncoated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always forget that he can he can pull off being kind of terrifying, you know. Oh, absolutely. Not necessarily at the end of the episode, and we'll we'll get to why that is. But like mm-hmm. in moments where he's just full on wholesale slaughtering, you know, people and angels and stuff, it's it's a little scary. Yeah. Um, 
let's talk about what happens real quick in this episode. So there's a lot. There is. Um, so Cass is the new boss. He lets, he, like, at the beginning of the episode, we left off. Sam, Dean, and Bobby are there. Cass is like, yep, I'm powerful now. I'm I'm God 2.0. Um, and then he, Sam, Dean, and Bobby are about to, like, kneel and be like, yep, you're God. And Cass is like, don't do that. Just don't fuck with me anymore and I'll let you live. Just accept me as yeah. your new God and just leave. And so they leave and Dean's like, look, there is nothing we can do. We can't beat him. You know, we can't kill him. Like, he's he's God. This shit is impossible. We can't punch mm-hmm. God in the face as much as we might want to. Also, Sam started to see, like, meat hooks. Oh, yeah. Red ambient lighting. <laughs> yeah, he, Sam's having, like hell flashbacks right because at the end of last episode um Cass broke the wall Mm -hmm. so Cass is going around slaughtering people who he thinks takes the lord's name in vain in like an actual way where they're like the KKK hiding behind religion for their shitty beliefs he Mm -hmm. like kills a homophobic pastor and he goes after like um like a, a senator who calls her opponents like godless and um while he's doing that dean sam and bobby have the amazing idea to bind death to make him yes. kill Cass. Mm-hmm. um just before the only person more powerful than god yeah just well, I don't know if death is more powerful than God or this God. Just able to reap him. Yeah. 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 Um, but Cass like debinds death and leaves and doesn't kill Sam Dean and Bobby. Um, and death is like, Y'all fucked up. Y'all done fucked up, but <laughs> I'll let you guys have a second chance. I'll cause another eclipse at dawn. Get Cass to give back the souls. Or go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dean immediately gives up. Sam actually prays to Cass and is like, please come. I know you're still a good person. You know, let's fix this. Cass shows up because he's had some rough times. And also there's yeah, like somebody talking to him being like, let us out of your mm-hmm. stomach is it's falling apart he is he, he is having body horror time he looks rough he looks bad and then they they go to the to the place where they opened you know purgatory originally they open the door cast lets all of the the purgatory souls out and then we think he's dead but he he comes back to life and then at the end of the episode, Sam sees Lucifer. Lucifer's trying to gaslight Sam. Mm-hmm. Cass, is, Cass gets taken over by the Leviathan. And he's about to put the hurt on Dean and Bobby. And that's how the episode ends. Yep. Uh, I just want to say, first off, right off, 
I completely forgot that Mark Pellegrino was in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> and when he showed up, I gasped. <laughs> I went, <gasps> and then I went, my boy. And then I went, I, yeah. <laughs> exactly I saw him like out, and I was like, oh, that Mark Pellegrino thing is happening. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. That thing that he's known for is happening. It's the thing where he was a character on a show and then he dies or gets indisposed and then he shows up as a hallucination to another character. Yeah. I just want to say I love this episode. It was so good. It was so good. I have mixed Uh, feelings about Lucifer coming back though. Yeah? Yes. But how do y'all feel about it? I I mean like I feel like it's a it's a reason to put in a B plot. Mm-hmm. Like obviously the A plot is we got to deal with Cass. The B plot is what's ailing Sam. Right. Again. Yeah. Uh <laughs> And um Yeah, I mean like I feel like it's a it's a solid reuse of a B plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, honestly, I I think Lucifer coming back is not only a good excuse to bring Mark Pellegrino back on screen because that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I like it because it's a way to show that not ne- necessarily that the stakes are raised. But I think it's a more efficient way of showing that Sam is having these, like, hallucinations of hell. Yeah. Because we could do the whole, like, meat hooks everywhere and burning and torture and all that. And it's all just in Sam's head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like with that, like, we would probably get a few episodes of that or, like, a few scenes of that and then wind up having a please keep showing us and not telling us. Yeah. Uh, and with Lucifer being back, I feel like it's a, an easier way to show us that Sam is having situations. Yeah. Rather than just Sam being like, I keep seeing hell. Over and over again. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think, Ben? I don't know, I think it's it is a very basic way to do it, but I do like how it's done in this episode mm-hmm. because it's just very neat, clean, and quick. Yeah, which I feel like is how a good B plot should be done. Yeah, and I feel like it was a good sly way to bring old Lucy back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. I thought it was a well-executed episode as a whole, especially with this B-plot. Like, I don't have, like, would I have changed a few things? Yeah. But I also really appreciated, like, how uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, a lot of the scenes in this episode were. Mm-hmm. Like, a little bit of, like, uh, I keep wanting to say Friday the 13th. I'm not sure why. Uh, but very Nightmare on Elm Street, a little bit of Saw mixed in, which... I think Saw came out after or like a little bit before this season. But yeah. 
I especially like the scene where the chain just like busts through the floor. Yeah. And grabs Sam. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of Hellraiser. Yeah, I can see that. I appreciated there was a scene where um the lighting was uh um the lighting was green as opposed to like red and i want to say green ambient lighting a much more in my opinion like effective creepy way to do hell than Mm -hmm. just to have it like look be red um honestly to me green and purple are way better evil colors than red and black yeah i agree because to me, red and black is like all edge and nowhere to stand. Green mm. and purple is that real shit. Like, yeah, and that's some like Disney. That that's Disney's usual coloration for their evil characters too is green and purple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Have either of you ever seen uh, Freddy versus Jason? No. Yes. I no. love myself, Ben. No, I haven't. The the color choices in that movie, I think you would appreciate, Travis. Oh yeah, yeah. For like the scenes where like. Freddy starts to pop up or when Freddy and Jason really start to head, like fight each other. Nice. The, mm-hmm. the color tones and color changes are really cool and really neat in that movie. The plot is thin and kind of trash, but I love it's a good it's a good bad movie. Yeah. Um the reason why we don't spend enough time talking about colors on this show. The reason we why don't. I appreciate so I like it and I don't like it. I ha- Like I said, I have mixed feelings. So mm-hmm. I do think that I like seeing Mark Pellegrino again. Um, always love me some sand pal. Uh, and I do like the whole, like, Sam basically being gaslit and being told, like, you're not hallucinating about hell. This is the hallucination. And you're still in hell. I think that's cool and it's creepy and I always like horror where a character who is basically like, I don't know. I like gaslit horror. I like psychological Mm -hmm. horror and this feels very much in that vein. You know, I'm just thinking of like Diabolique and like the the newest Invisible Man, which I did watch and it was very good. Mm hmm. And um, basically season one of Hannibal also has that. So, I, there has to be some fanfic that exists. Um, but I'm thinking of perspectives of, God, what's his fucking name? The first Defense Against the Ar- Arts, te- Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher from Coral? Harry Potter. Professor yeah. Coral. I want to see like stuff from his perspective of like Voldemort like starting to take him over. Ooh. Or like... Uh, Elder Taguro taking over Gourmet from the inside. <laughs> oh my god. Because that's, that's like an ultimate body horror right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Like, I really appreciate gaslighting as horror because it can be very subtle and it works really well in like thriller stuff. Um, so, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. My issue is that, or I guess the thing that makes me hesitate is that, like, too much of a good thing, right? I don't want Lucifer to lose his effectiveness as a villain. But also, this Lucifer is very different than um, season five 
Lucifer, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like he's very, he's a lot more like card-carrying villain Hammy. And season five Lucifer, the last time we really saw him, he was asking Michael to run away and not fight and not complete the apocalypse and just stop, mm-hmm. you know? And that we talked about in the season five finale was, in my opinion, like the most humanizing moment Lucifer has and the only truly genuine moment. You know, mm-hmm. I think other things he said in season five were genuine, but they were also an attempt of ma- manipulation. Right. And yeah. Well, I, I think that this shows how Sam sees Lucifer, right? right because yeah. they're they're supposed to be like, you know, we're we're made to think that these are hallucinations that Sam is seeing in his own brain. And so it's like Sam's how Sam sees Lucifer, which I guess in a, in ways is very manipulative and gaslighty and not that genuine uh lucy that we see yeah uh, try to talk michael out of the apocalypse and i totally get that and i don't disagree um it's just that i don't want lucifer to lose you know what made him so punchy and so great as a character you know Mm -hmm. that he wasn't just like the evil devil that he had some some depth without being a totally sympathetic character as well right um but you know ultimately i do like the hallucination lucifer storyline so just minor nitpicky complaints um this this really this episode really felt like a like just bringing back the boys the lads all of my favorite Mm. actors in the show yeah because we also got julian richings again <laughs> yeah yes there was like a combination of the boys and backer the boys are back in town and tonight there's going to be a jailbreak by thin lizzie okay <laughs> for real though would you not watch 20 hours of Cass and death being bitchy at each other oh absolutely oh, i wrote down my yes. favorite so wonderful like sir i've met god and you are no god yep and then um that was so good god i forget what Cass said prior to this but death said destined to swap you i think yeah just 10 10 out of 10 honestly i am not mad about seeing death again you know what i am mad at the absolute gall <laughs> of Sam, Dean, and Bobby. How dare. Yeah. How dare you even, first of all, first of all, they break into these people's house to get, so they have to do this ritual to seven death and they break into these people's house to get like crystallized lightning and then they just do the ritual with them there. I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, y'all are only doing this to be mean. Mm. How dare you be rich? <laughs> and then, like, they summon Death, and they have some fried pickles for him. Yeah, fried pickle chips. Which, at first, I thought they just brought that for themselves, because I'd forgotten that Death's whole thing is that he likes yeah. 
you know, when I saw the food. bag of food, I was just like, well, they're getting themselves real comfy here, aren't they? <laughs> they are. They, they, I'm surprised both of you out. forgot. I was hype as fuck when they whipped it. I was like, oh, hell. Because that's my favorite thing about death in this show um, is that he loves trash food as much as I do. My favorite thing about death in this show is that he sounds like that. And he's a snarky <laughs> bitch. Fuck yeah. He's such a snarky bitch. And it really is. They just write better dialogue for him. They really yeah. do. They save up think, all of the best dialogue for death, and it's amazing. I legit think they just do what the writers for Community used to do for Donald Glover, which is Donald Glover says something funny. Because starting out, they would write his dialogue, but as the show went on, he just, like all the snarky fun or the funny stuff that Donald Glover would say as Troy, mm-hmm. it was mostly just him spitballing. Same with the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. To keep those clever poisonous things out. That's Death talking mm-hmm. about um the Leviathan. Leviathan. The Leviathan, yeah. Yeah. That's the first time the Leviathan get really mentioned and they're like so in this episode they're the things that God created first, but they were too hungry. Yeah. So yeah. God built purgatory to keep them in there. This this episode was hard to watch in a lot of ways too. Yeah. Just because I don't know, watching Cass's breakdown was. Yeah. That was rough. I honestly really liked it, like yeah. in that, in that like I hate it kind of way, uh, but I really like seeing it because it's like. Cass thinking he can rise to the occasion and then just being broken like hoisted by his own petard yeah but, but whatever it is uh yeah he he's basically like you know he thought he was up to it and he's obviously not right also that scene when he's standing in front of the mirror and he's all like coming apart and then the leviathan is talking to him and it's like pushing <laughs> Oh it's like push, trying to push through his skin. When his stomach thought, distended, I was like, "Nope, nope." That was those were really good effects, though. But they were upsetty spaghetti effects. Yes. I did not enjoy that watching that. Was, that. that was I was like, "Trigger warning, it. guys! <laughs> Trigger warning!" Couldn't handle it. I really the the thing that made me just so so sad was when Cass is talking to that little aide in the senator's office Oh, and he's just like I'm a better god god left us and I am better than my father ever was I am just cleaning up his mess and I was just like Cass you don't need to be god for me to love you. You just need to get your head out of your ass. Oh my god. And then at the end of the episode. When it looks like Cass has died. And Dean is like. Cass you child. Why didn't you listen to me? I was just like. "Yeah." Why didn't you listen to Dean? Why did you? Why did this happen? It was. I was like broken up about it a little bit. It was also. I was watching this at like 3.30 last night. <laughs> So it might have been the sleep deprivation. <laughs> but I was like, Cass, I just want you to succeed in life. And you can't do that if you're 
killing people willy nilly. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, um, I had a hard time. I had a hard time watching yeah. Dean this episode. When he started watching yeah. hentai in front of Sam, I was like, okay, this is a crap <laughs> help. <laughs> First of all, supernatural writers, you can say hentai. <laughs> They call it cartoon Japanese cartoon girl porn. This was like twenty twelve though, right? Yeah. They were making hentai in twenty twelve. I don't I they were yeah, they were making hentai in twenty twelve, but I don't think the word hentai was really in the zeitgeist. I'm just gonna type into my computer. It was in my zeitgeist in twenty twelve. It was in my zeitgeist too. All right. It was in my zeitgeist since like Oh, I don't wanna say. Guys, don't look yeah. up Hentai 2011 because you'll get a bunch of hentai sites. Wow. Or, Whoa. Who, who, who would have thought? thought? Who, or maybe do look up Hentai 2011 if that's your jam. I'm clicking on one of the yeah. sites. Yep. There's a lot of hentai here. Okay. I'm going to close this. Oh, God. I've made a mistake. All right. Anyways. <laughs> Quick before you fall down the rabbit hole. <sighs> Ari just goes suspiciously quiet. I wonder what she's doing. <laughs> Can we talk about how Crowley was introduced this season? Because I loved it. Yeah, yeah, he was very like, it seemed like he was very uncomfortable with being out of place. Yeah, but the open, he gets introduced in a scene where we open on him in a trailer and these the original These Boots Are Made For Walking starts playing. Yeah, that was a really good, like, diegetic music moment. Yes, because it's playing in the trailer. Also, I just like the fact that Crowley is a fan of, um, what's her face? Nancy uh, Sinatra. Yeah, I... mm-hmm. And, um, these boots are made for walking. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was just so well-timed when yep. Cass comes in and tells... Crowley, I'm your new boss. You have to do what I say. And then it's like, these boots are gonna walk all over you. Yep. Like, just... Oh, that was like a little... that. I'm sure there is an audio editor. Whoever did the like audio for this episode, they put that in there and they were like, chef's kiss. Yep, this feels like, like a massage. That's how I felt about it, too. It was so good. I loved the moment where Cass was like... I was just going to get rid of hell entirely, but I need a place for my enemies. So I'm going to choose where the souls go. And Crowley was like, I assume I'll get less souls than I normally would. And Cass was like, yes. And he was like, so are we negotiating? And Cass went, no. And then Crowley said, then I graciously accept boss. And I was like, you are such an asshole and I love you. Um, Although I will say... There are, is this the start of there being a lot of sexual assault jokes? A lot of what? Sexual assault jokes. Because mm. Crowley has one in that scene where he talks about whether or not Cash just prefers to bend him over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I feel like there have been some before as well. Am I right? From Cal- Crowley or in general? In general. I mean, I'm sure there has been. Yeah. And I'm sure we've talked about it because, you know, especially in the early seasons where it was like, 
ugh, like we did, you know. Yeah. Because back then it wasn't like it, it was, I guess, more generally accepted. But now we're getting into 2012, which is like, ugh, come on, guys. Come on, man. I feel like there are a lot of sexual assault jokes later this season as well. Yeah. You know, if I remember correctly. And I remember watching them and just being like, what are we trying to say here? You know, I don't know. The joke. I think they're. (coughs) Sorry. I think they were doing like a lot of like a dude bro comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, it's not really an excuse. It's just trying to explain where it's coming from. There's a whole. And we're also talking. There's a whole series on YouTube uh, from the YouTuber Pop Culture Detective about, like, how sexual assault is played for laughs in the media, particularly when it's against men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whether or not the perpetrator is a man or a woman. So, yeah, I feel like we could spend a lot of time talking about how, like, incredibly fucked up that is. Mm -hmm. And... um, Crowley's line is such a little thing, but I feel like it all kind of culminates. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where those little lines always fly under the radar because it's something that people don't really pay attention to. Yeah, or aren't necessarily going to pick up on unless you're, mm-hmm. like, in the know. And well, it's hard not to be in the know ten years later. Well, yeah, true. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that just uh, is something I saw, and I was just like, come, "Come on, guys, y'all stop doing the gay jokes." And that was really thrilling for us. <laughs> you haven't called Sam a girl in at least two seasons, so let's uh, keep up that good streak, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, overall, I did really like that scene. And again, these are just little nitpicky stuff because this episode is amazing. Um, Bobby was really excellent. I love how Bobby was like, do you really want Cass running the universe? And I was like, correct. (laughs) As always, Bobby knows how to tell it like it is. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. This episode really reminded me that I just do not like Vor. (laughs) I'm not about it. Yeah. So, what else? What else in this episode just made your supernatural hearts go flutter? I mean, honestly, Cass's whole uh, death streak, where he was going after like all of the extremists that he yeah. could possibly find. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it, it started with like Westboro Baptist Church and the yep. Klan, mm-hmm. and then eventually got to like a senator <laughs> and like what. Uh fucking empowerment speaker or speakers or oh yeah motivational motivational oh yeah 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 yeah. like it basically it it kept getting to smaller and smaller issues well he was like i guess taking care of the big stuff and then working his way down yeah but he was basically i i liked that he was kind of going through and trying to get rid of anyone who basically tries to use Christianity as a weapon or as a way to discriminate. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, because we do even see in the, in the scene with the senator, the senator herself is like, 
we'll get the we'll win these votes of these godless heathens or something. Right. I, I don't remember yeah. the line specifically, but she says something along the lines of godless heathens, and it's like okay. So I I could kind I liked seeing the pattern that Castiel was taking. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I did like the scene when Cass killed all of the clan members, and Dean was just like, well. Not going to complain about that one. Yes. I liked that too. I also liked this line that happens in that scene where um, Dean says, because it's after he they find out that he killed the motivational speakers. And uh-huh. Sam was like, what? Why the motivational speakers? And um, Dean went, I'm not sure new cast understands irony any more than old cast did. Oh, yeah. That was... <laughs> and I liked that. I thought it was funny. And I that liked that little too. reminder that like Cass is still Cass. Mm-hmm. I don't think we talk enough about how truly funny Supernatural is sometimes. Like, oh, absolutely. We do when it is funny, when it yeah. decides yeah. to well, rear that beautiful, ugly head of it. Yes. it. Yes. Well, and the, the other thing is, is like, there are episodes like this that have funny moments and they are legitimately funny. Yeah. And then we've had episodes that try to be funny and it just falls flat. That's true. But so what it's the, like, I don't know. One of the things that I think Supernatural does pretty well most of the time is have that mix of like truly laugh out loud funny moments that are also, you know, in episodes with moments that are like, this is sad. Mm-hmm. This is hard to watch sad. Yeah. Like it, I mean, I mentioned we mentioned this early in the episode. It was hard to watch Cass because he has grown so much, and you know, from that little like angel robot he was in season four. Mm-hmm. And when he, gosh, the moment that just like my heart was breaking, other than when he was like, No, I am a good god to that aid, was. When, so Dean, Sam, and Bobby bind death, and Cass Cass shows up, and like is like he and Death have the pissing match, which Death is absolutely winning, because uh, yes. iconic, and then Cass shows up, and Dean is just like, just kill him, Death, you know, and. Cass unbinds death so he doesn't have to. And then at that moment, I was like, okay, Cass is going to retribution, dole out some retribution to Dean and Sam and Bobby for portraying him. But he doesn't. He just leaves. And that moment to me is like, okay, old Cass is still in there. There's still a part of Cass that cares like loves dean and sam and bobby and given the chance and the and the reason to would not hurt them Mm -hmm. even if even if they did betray them and that was um that was really you know wonderful to see and also just a very heartbreaking moment and um supernatural nails it sometimes man they just do Mm -hmm. it's just really good so, what else y'all got? Uh, oh, I was when I was watching this, I was reminded of a Sarah Gambleism, but I don't remember specifically what 
it was mm-hmm. because it reminded me of another moment in the magicians and I don't remember the Pacific, the, the Pacifics. Um, I don't remember the specifics of it, but it did have to do with finding the stuff to bind death. Mm. And I don't remember. Yeah, I just, I don't remember. Was it a line? I don't know if it was a line or just like the actions that everyone was doing. Get a hold it, on. Uh, it might have been when they were forcing Crowley to give them a spell, the binding spell. Oh my god! I when he when Crowley gets summoned and he's in, uh, he's in a a devil's trap and he's just like, damn it! Yeah, <laughs> and he's holding some some scotch. Oh god, yeah. that was good. That was good. I also like how he left Bobby the spell. Because Crowley's like, I'm not helping y'all. Cass will kill me. He Mm. will D-E-D dead me. For sure. For sure, for sure. And then when he... um, he, And then he shows up later and gives, gives Bobby the 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 spell to bind death. I liked that as well. Yeah. So. Here's some trivia. What's that? The sticky note Crowley leaves on the spell says, bye forever, you fools. Kisses. See. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Can someone explain to me this moment? Somebody who's maybe a little older than me, so neither of you guys, because Ben and I are the same oh, age, damn. and Travis is younger. Okay, do you remember? Just throw everybody under the bus, goddamn. Yeah. So the scene where they're breaking into that doctor's house and like a security guard stops Sam, and then Dean walks up and says, "Excuse me, do you have any gray poupon?" Was that a reference to oh. something? Um, uh, that might have been a reference to. I remember one time there was footage of Obama at a deli or something. Like he was getting a sandwich, and he was like, "Do you have any good mustard, like Grey Poupon?" And this was, you know, like the how the entire Obama administration was. How Fox News was just making up shit to like attack Obama with, mm-hmm. and they were like. Oh, Obama only gets Grey Poupon. That's how fancy he is. Blah, blah, blah. What? So I, it might have been a reference to that. That's insane. Actually, no, it's... Oh, yeah, it, something right, so that stupid was a, that I've cast it from my memory, except for in this moment. Oh, no, Travis, that was a thing. That oh, was yeah, a thing I, that I, I know it was a thing. However, it, it's a line from the old Grey Poupon commercials from the 80s. Oh! Grey Poupon. I like that Grey Poupon commercial where it's like... I poop on my husband. <laughs> what? Have you seen that one? It might be a fake commercial, but it's like, I love to poop on my sandwiches. <laughs> I think you just had a fever dream, Travis. No, it's real. Stick. I'll, I, I'll I find it. I don't believe you. I do not believe you. Okay. I'm sending something to the Discord. It is so funny. <laughs> okay. Um... No, just no. 
I poop on my sandwiches. Fuck you. Okay. It's real. If anyone knows what Travis is talking about, please call 256-555-3555 to tell Travis he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No, I'm just kidding. Travis, that reference was a travesty. It is, I think it's a fake commercial, but it's called Band Grey Poupon Ad. Band? I feel like that's valid. Oh, band. Yeah. Oh, because it's so dirty. Yes. Because it's got scat kink. (laughs) What do you do on. Yeah, and and he's like, the very first line, I like, I poop on my burger, I poop on my hot dogs. I mean, my husband and I poop on each other. Like, <laughs> Grey Poupon is delicious. It is. Yeah. It's it's so good. D- so good. So good. Oh, this. Oh, I liked the. I've seen this. The last. Um, the last ingredient they needed to bind death was a fulgurite. Yes. Which I thought was. I had cool. some fulgurite. Did, I did thought you? it was fake. <laughs> yeah, I oh, thought no, it was a real. fake thing. Yeah, no, they're they're real. Mm-hmm. It's where lightning hits um, the ground. If there's like loose dirt or sand or something, mm-hmm. and it, it crystallizes and forms it's a shape of the lightning. I wouldn't consider them to be particularly magical, but I, I think mean, they're cool. There's magic in that. I mean, not really, but I yeah, guess it's, it, the, magi- it's, it's the, the magic of nature. It's the magic of yeah. a young girl's heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, but I did. I did like the ingredients. I liked that none of the ingredients were like baby's blood, hound's tooth. Yeah. Um, one of these days they're going to do a summoning spell and like the ingredients going to be like a nice BLT. Or something. <laughs> I, you know what I want? I want there to be a summoning spell where the ingredients is houndstooth, but they just burn a Paul Bear Bryant hat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like take that. <laughs> like uh. it's it's a spell, but it doesn't have to be literal. It's that it doesn't have to actually be houndstooth. It can yes. be. You know, hounds. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would love that. Guys, I just made a huge mistake. So I have a um, some hand sanitizer in a little cup next to me. Did and... you drink it? God, no. But do you remember the Yellow Fever episode where Dean gets, like, oh, the scared ghost? Yeah. And there's that guy who's, like, pumping out, like, a masturbation size amount of hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. I just put that much hand sanitizer on my hands. Oh no. And now <laughs> and now my hands are sticky. <laughs> Gross. Okay. That's nice. I have to be clean. All right. Um what else? What else about this episode just tickled tickled your hearts? Your, your... I think Cass had some strong ass lines this oh, episode. Yeah, Hit us really with them. Did. Hit us. Like when he was speaking on Angel Radio, and he was like, now I realize that you need a firm hand. You need a daddy. (laughs) I don't think he said it quite like that, Ben. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) First of all, Ben, what fan of 
fanfic have you been reading? And can I get some oh of that? Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, the other one uh, what was what the fuck was the other one? Oh, uh, I when he was like, I am your god, and I actually don't give a shit about sexuality. <laughs> yeah, I am utterly indifferent to sexual orientation. Yes, oh, I liked that. That was. Oh, good. I also liked the line where he's like, "Why don't you tell your flock where your genitals have been?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I don't think. Um, so this is a Westboro Baptist Church parody, which, like, man, there's nothing more than I like than seeing a Westboro Baptist Church parody get fucked up. I still think Hell my yeah. favorite one is in um, the first Kingsman movie. Absolutely. But. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, 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 I like it. I, I, you know, fuck them. So fuck them. (laughs) So, um, one of the things I did not like is, I don't know. The smiley cast at the end. Yeah, oh, creepy cast. Yeah. Creepy cast. So cast possessed cast dies from putting all the people in the putting all the souls back into purgatory, mm-hmm. and which I didn't have an issue with. I mean, it was sad, but also like, how sad can it be, really? You know what I mean? Because we know that bitch is going to cut back. But, like, he gets possessed by the Leviathan. And there were just some goofy moments. It's really down to, like, I feel like the blocking of the scene. Like, he comes back and he's like, I feel fine. I really am sorry. And Dean's like, it's what's a little genocide among friends again, basically. And um, then Cass pushes Dean and Bobby back and is like, get away from me, get out of here. And it was normal. And then just kind of got goofy. I felt like, and then, and then Misha Collins gets all smiley and in Joker esque, you know, and is like, it's the Leviathan. We're going to have so much fun. That's the last line of the episode is, we, this is going to be so much fun. Which I didn't like that line because that felt like the writers being like, guys, season seven is going to be a good time. Wink. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And like, even if that's true, and God, please let it be true. I don't like it when writers do that little those little um like fourth wall breaking yeah asides like that i don't mind fourth wall breaking but i didn't like it in that instance i don't like it when it's hey look we broke the fourth wall how about that hey look we're breaking the fourth wall again by saying this right i also don't like it whenever writers are like i'm gonna pat myself on the back by talking about how look at how we guys, we are so talented. Yeah, we, aren't you we mean not? How David Cage opened fucking Indigo Prophecy with like, "Hey, look at this awesome w- game we made," God. while putting himself in the game to explain the tutorial. Right? Fuck yeah. that. It's, oh, jeez. 
like there this happened in bits of season five too like one of the reasons why i'm kind of meh about chuck being god is because he's the writer and then he has that long speech at the end of season five where he's like this is a story and it's a good story and wasn't it good did you guys like it you like the story right (laughs) and uh, the reason why i was like okay this isn't the worst thing i've ever seen is because that was supposed to be the end of the series and you know when you have a series that's ending i don't mind if there's a little victory lap right like good job guys we did it Mm -hmm. but then the show continued so it just kind of feels dumb and this line i don't like the little asides where the writers are like good job us Mm -hmm. this is going to be a fun time as in season seven and yeah i just I i don't like it um but you know great episode up until the last like 10 seconds so and i just also don't like i don't know I don't, I don't like Misha Collins like that. Stop doing that, Misha. Yeah, I mean, I get that it that it was supposed to be like someone else in Cass's body, so they had to like he had to act different in some kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it could have there could have been a better way to do it besides like that's true because it it seemed to me it was like Misha Collins doing a Gabriel impression. Yeah. It's mugging. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind some mugging every once in a while. But... It was just too much, I thought. Yeah. So. I've seen worse mugging, but... When it's egregious like that... Like, my least favorite ever is from, like, a fucking... Well, it's not really a mugging. It's, like, uh... From, like, a like a newer-ish Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Mm. When, like, Alvin gets, like, some weird chemical in him and he starts acting all freaky and weird and, like, just all sorts of nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just... It, it stuck with me and it's, it's not really scary. It just kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. Yeah. Like, the scenes where they're trying to, like, claw their way out of him don't really hold a candle to just him losing control of his own body. Right. And just acting weird and shit. You know? I just, um... Also, this is, like, the fourth time we've seen Cass act differently. Yeah. Third or fourth time? Yeah. It's like, how many cases will we have by the end of the show? Right. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I also think part of it's just like, that's not the way to make Misha Collins threatening. Like, mm-hmm. I think Misha Collins does his best, like, creepy, scary bit when he's trying to come across as genuinely caring but also doing some murders doing some crimes you know yeah i don't really like it when he's just like being the joker yeah i think it's the best way to describe it 
That is definitely like definitely like Jim Carrey as the Joker or Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mind villains like that. Like, you know, not every villain has no. to be complex. Some villains mm-hmm. can just be evil. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't know. I kind of would like to see an alternative season seven where, like, Cass is just the actual big bad the entire time. Ooh. Which I guess he kind of was in season six. Right. But we didn't realize it till it was too late. Yeah. The show didn't realize it until it was too late. Oh, mm-hmm. also, I just want to say, um, so the binding death scene. Um, am I, do I, am I, the, so season five, didn't Lucifer have to kill like an entire town to bind death? Yeah. Thank God that got easy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, it, if well they, they we said had a, something about it. They were like, "We're gonna bind death," and they were like, "Well, Lucifer tried and he failed." But I guess, yeah, I don't know. No, he did succeed in binding death. Oh. But like, he did succeed in binding death. But like, he had to kill an entire town to do it. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. And sacrificed some demons, too. Yeah, that's true. He put everybody in a big pit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They really did make it easy on that one. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess good that our, you know, characters didn't have to face that moral quandary. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Lucifer didn't know about uh, Fugilite. Maybe maybe (laughs) he's been in that cage for a long time. Fulgurite. 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 Yeah, maybe he was in the cage for so long he never got to know what Fulgurite was. Maybe. The best part of waking up is Fulgurite in your cup. Ba dum bum ba dum bum. Alright. I I think that's it for me. Yeah, that is all. Yeah. I think that's, that's all. Oh, uh, actually, uh, one quick one last thing. I really like Slow Ride as the song. Oh yeah. yes. In the in the recap. I thought that was very poignant as well. That's, Two very poignant songs. That's going in the supernatural playlist that I'm creating. Hell yeah. To share on Spotify. So if you have song suggestions for that, add us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Habcast. All right. Guys. I think that's it. I think that's Murder, She Wrote. I believe so. Yeah. Overall, yeah. 10 plus plus of an episode. Absolutely. Good. Would, good. Like, it's it's been a strong start. Yeah. Much better start than season six because season six got off to a really wobbly start. But this is like we know where we're going. We've already got the big bad for the season set up. Let's let's. I can't wait to meet them next episode. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, Travis. Uh huh. The next episode is called "Hello, Cruel World." What's it about? Uh. So. 
So Sam and Dean have they've found that the Leviathan in Cass's body is out causing havoc and they've tracked him down to a like cable news not not cable news but like public access television mm-hmm. set okay and uh and they they find him there and then they have to pretend that they're part of the show to get the leviathan to not kill everyone because it, if it like if the whole world looks at his eyes through the television they'll all turn to stone so they have to stop him and they have to pretend to be part of the show and then it turns out that everything was okay. Was that- I, ca- I kind of lost my way in that in the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, what one. was that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I started. Okay, I started talking about it, and then I started thinking about the movie "It's a Wonderful Day in the Ma- Neighborhood." I started thinking about Mister Rogers, and then I just I couldn't stop myself. Oh, all right. Well. Travis, I don't know if that fever dream is going to happen, but I sure as shit hope it doesn't. Uh, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass Butt. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to, you know, see more of us, please check out our social media at Havecast on Twitter and Instagram, and then a Hey Ass Butt, a Supernatural podcast on Facebook. We're definitely very active on Twitter, so like, go follow that. Um, if you like this episode and you want to have access to our bonus show, um, patreon.com slash havecast, where for $3 a month, you have access to our other show, Latch Shag Ass, where we watch supernatural, or things that supernatural actors have been in that are not supernatural. Uh, for July, we have a very special treat for everyone. No yeah. spoilers, but that episode's going to be awesome. So definitely mm-hmm. check out our Patreon if you want to throw us some doll hairs. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, have fun. And don't die. And then, but like with my dying breath, I release these Velociraptors. <laughs> <laughs>